This is Healing with Haley, episode four, Who Are You Blaming? Is it possible that they were the cause of your own suffering? Are you thinking thoughts that are preventing you from taking your life to the next level? My name is Haley Kirk. I'm a life coach, mom, entrepreneur, fierce friend, here to show you how to be the hero of your story. Welcome, welcome to today's podcast, Who Are You Blaming? I'm writing this podcast because I've noticed something about my own self. So right now, my partner, Ben, he is on a a guy's trip to Colombia, and I've noticed something. I'm totally blissful. I'm not disgruntled. I'm, I miss him and I, you know, those things, but I'm not in my normal yuck. You know, why is he taking so long? Where is he? Why isn't he home? Why isn't he texting me? Why isn't he called? Right? And the list goes on and on. And I really, really, really want my ladies to listen. Here's what I've learned from this experience. We as women place so much of our happiness in the hands of our men. Let me say that again. Ladies, you're waiting for your happiness or purpose to be accomplished through your men. Here's how I know. My friend gave such a good example. (laughs) I loved it. I loved it. She and I were talking about this, this concept of, you know, if you're in a, in a, in a marriage or a partnership and your partner goes away and you have kids, you're totally fine all on your own, right? There's no one to help you, but you manage it and you do it without complaining. But then when he comes back, you're like, oh, hey, how was your trip? Do we have that same attitude when he comes home from work on a regular not guy's trip time? (laughs) No. (laughs) So, you know, she was saying, she was saying how, you know, he'll come home from working to provide for their family. And she'll be like, he'll be like, hey. And she'll be like, there's still dishes in the sink. <laughs> and she did that whole voice and everything. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I'm so guilty of this. I'm so guilty of this. You know, uh, I think an example I could think of is, um, you know, Ben will be coming, coming home. Oh, excuse me. Ben will be coming home and he'll be coming later than I had expected. And he'll be like, Hey, you know, Hey babe, how's it going? And I'll be like, fine. (laughs) It's these little ways in which we punish our men for what, what are we blaming them for? Who are you blaming? Now I love what I found. So I'm going to share my screen and we are going to watch this clip. How many of you are blamers? How many of you, when something goes wrong, the first thing you want to know is whose fault it is? Hi, my name is Brene. I'm a blamer. <laughs> Let me just tell you this quick story. So this is a couple of years ago when I first realized the magnitude to which I blame. I'm in my house. I'm on white flats and a pink sweater set, and I'm drinking a cup of coffee in my kitchen. It's a full cup of coffee. I drop it on the tile floor. It goes into a million pieces, splashes up all over me. And the first, I mean, a millisecond after it hit the floor, right out of my mouth is this, damn you, Steve. (laughs) It was my husband. Because let me tell you how fast this works for me. So Steve plays water polo with a group of friends. And the night before, he went to go play water polo. And I said, hey, make sure you come back at 10 because I can never fall asleep into your home. And he got back like at 1030. 
And so I went to bed a little bit later than I thought. Ergo, my second cup of coffee that I probably would not be having had he come home when we discussed. Therefore, and so the rest of the story is I'm cleaning up um, the kitchen. Steve calls, caller ID. I'm like, hey. He's like, hey, what's going on, babe? What's going on? Um, So I'll tell you exactly what's going on. I'm cleaning up the coffee that spilled all like dial tone because he knows how many of you go to that place when something bad happens the first thing you want to know is whose fault is it i'd rather it be my fault than no one's fault because why why because it gives us some semblance of control but here if you enjoy blaming this is where you should stick your fingers in your ear and do the no 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 thing because i'm getting ready to ruin it for you because here's what we know from the research blame is simply the discharging of discomfort and pain. It has an inverse relationship with accountability. Accountability by definition is a vulnerable process. It means me calling you and saying, hey, my feelings were really hurt about this and talking, not blaming. Blaming is simply a way that we discharge anger. People who blame a lot seldom have the tenacity and grit to actually hold people accountable because we expend all of our energy raging for 15 seconds and figuring out whose fault something is. And blaming is very corrosive in relationships. And it's one of the reasons we miss our opportunities for empathy. Because when something happens and we're hearing a story, we're not really listening. We're in the place where I was making the connections as quickly as we can about whose fault something was. Beautiful. So I I love Renee Brown. She's such a an authority on on research in human connection and emotions and blaming, right? And I think as women, we blame our men for our unhappiness and or lack of purpose. And I am so guilty. Oh, geez. All right. So I had to cut that out. Uh, (laughs) So from this trip, from this guy's trip, I realized how much freedom I have. I, I was, in honest, I know this is a common um, complaint a lot of women have, right? Like, oh, my partner gets more freedom than I do. You know, oh, like, I have to do this. They don't have to do this. Da, 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 da. And I'm telling you, this whole time, all that time I sat and waited for him to come home or, you know, sat around complaining about how unfair it was, you know, right now I'm, I don't have reason to do that because he's not even here. And I'm realizing, wow, I'm totally creating my own misery and putting all of that in his responsibility, not mine. And my goal in this message is for me and for us women to free ourselves of this very painful, stressful belief that we have about men or the men in our lives, or if you're a man listening to us, you know, the, your partner in your life. So what are you blaming them for? What I was blaming my partner for, I'll, I'll give, you know, my example is I was blaming them for, you know, not wanting to spend time with me. Those are like common complaints, right? I was blaming them, blaming him for being unhappy. And 
I'm so grateful for this, this distance, this time away so I can, I can reflect, right? On how I behave in this relationship. And I don't like it and honest. And I want to change. I want to be purposeful and live my life and, and have a, a, a principled center, right? Right now I'm, I'm codependent and, and needy and I want to be interdependent, you know, like let's create things together. Um, let's, let's build and independent. I think those two, you know, I, I'm, as this book argues, seven habits for highly effective people. I think that's such a beautiful idea. And I, I totally recognize the dependence I have on my partner right now. And I want to eradicate that. I want to eliminate it as, as quickly as possible. And I'm just realizing how much love my, my partner has for me that, that he's patient with, with those complaints and those expectations and that pressure that I'm putting on him. And I, I really, really, ladies, I would love for you to do one exercise. Create a mission statement for your life. Create a mission statement for your life. What is it that you want to do? Who do you want to be? What what do you want to embody? What do you want to accomplish, right? You could even do a mission statement and a eulogy, write your own eulogy. Like what what do you want to be said about you when you pass? I haven't done the eulogy part, but I want to share my mission statement with you guys. I want to have a centered life of principles. I think how I have a set, I think right now I have a center of self. I often ask, how will this benefit me? This is just thoughts, actually. This is the mission statement. <laughs> I will operate from love at all times. My loved ones are always my number one priority. I will take care of my mental and physical and emotional bodies. It will be at the highest priority. I will strive to be a light to the world. I will control my reactions to be filled with love, compassion, and understanding. I will focus on what I can control and do good works. I want to leave this world better than when I came to it, as little or as much as I can, I can influence it. I will strive to improve my quality of life and enjoy the beautiful creations of Mother Earth and of man. I will embody an adventurous, curious, open-hearted persona everywhere I go. I will seek exploration and discoveries of self in the world. I will enjoy all that life brings to me and endure the pains it brings with courage and unwavering grit and faith in myself and loved ones. I will always seek the truth and fortify my mind. I will be at peace with my ego and stop all wars of the mind with kind yet rigorous questioning. I will seek understanding and connection with myself and others. I will lead a life of generosity. If I see a need in others, I will act quickly. When I see that help is needed, I will not hesitate. My actions will be swift and ready to serve. I will leave a legacy of love and generosity, of authenticity and vulnerability, of strength and courage to be the best version of me always. I felt so empowered doing this exercise. I felt empowered, directed, purposeful, and I, I wish this for you as well, ladies. I want you to stop blaming the men in your life for the dirty house, the chaotic day that you didn't go outside, whatever, right? 
I want you to feel empowered. You can do all of this on your own. You totally can. And you can ask for help too. And it doesn't always have to be from your spouse or your partner. Ask for the help when you need it, right? And and let's say you do ask for help and don't get it. It's okay. You can do it on your own. You got this. Because when we are in blame, we're, we're not at our highest. We're not operating out of our highest frequencies, our highest potential. It serves us best to get out of victimhood. My favorite quote by Byron Katie, a victim is a dangerous person. I don't want to be dangerous. I don't want to be a victim. I want to be empowered. I want to be a victor regardless of my circumstance, regardless of my, my, my past traumas. I want to overcome everything that comes to me. I do not want to stay in the past and I always want to move forward. I want to heal the past, but healing the past is getting out of victimhood. So you guys, I, I, I don't want this to be like lecturing um, or condoning or, or um, condemning, sorry, condemning or in any way. I'm not feeling loving right now, feeling like preachy. So I'll speak for myself. I have noticed since being a mom that I it's tempting to gravitate towards blame towards uh, my partner Ben. I I constantly want to blame him. Uh, I think it's easier to blame him than to uh, hold myself accountable. You know, the house is messy. That that that's always my my bit, right? Like I have a hard time keeping the house clean throughout the day. Who doesn't, right? And I blame Ben. You know, I say, how dare you like comment on how messy the house is, right? (laughs) I've been working and taking care of a child. So, you know, that was actually a a really good um, anecdote to share with that matches the principles and and message I'm trying to convey. We moved into a house recently. Yay. Uh, And there's no dishwasher. So sad. I love my dishwasher. Oh, blessed be the day when I get a dishwasher again. (laughs) So I had a um, conversation with Ben where he was like, hey, you know, it'd be such a good idea if we just wash the dishes, you know, as we dirty them. And what I heard in that moment (laughs) wasn't what he said. What he said, what I heard was, Haley, you're not a good housekeeper. Haley, you're so messy. Haley, you're not you're not doing a good job as a mother and a housekeeper. You know what's wrong with you? That's what I heard in that moment, and that's not what was said. And so I started to get snippy, and I was defensive in that moment. And I was saying things like, "I do wash my dishes. See the dishes in there? Those are your dishes. Why aren't you washing your dishes?" And he was like, "Oh, like." What's going on? <laughs> so he left for for work that day, and I I text I texted him saying, you know, I'm, I'm this is what I experienced in that moment when you were telling me those things. I know that's not what you said. I think it's a great idea. I, I do. I think actually I have an ask from you. I hardly have time to clean throughout the day. I I definitely want to try to to clean as much as I can, but can you help me clean the dishes at the end of the night? And he totally agreed to it. Um, He was like, oh yeah, that's definitely something I can do. So even if it had, even if he hadn't been like, no, actually I want you to wash your dishes and I'll wash mine. 
even yeah, or even like I'm not gonna wash any dishes. I'm just gonna like leave a mess in the kitchen. Regardless of the circumstances, what people say, what people do, everything outside of you is a circumstance, right? It's only going to be pain and suffering based off the thoughts that I'm believing. Ben doesn't wash dishes. He doesn't love me. He doesn't care for me. He doesn't respect this house. Pain and suffering, right? Judgment, anger, frustration, overwhelm, right? That That's the pattern that follows. So ladies, I highly recommend doing this mission statement, evaluating your thoughts, do a judge your neighbor worksheet on your partner and see with inquiry how these judgments are affecting your behavior. I even want you guys to do a mental exercise and I've done this before. And especially while he's been away, like, what am I like? Like, how does he see me? Like, what do I look like through his eyes? And then I look at it and I'm like mopey and depressing and complaining and bitter and resentful. Not all the time, but when I'm upset, right? And I'm trying to punish him for my emotions, right? I want him to feel how I feel. <laughs> so mission statement, judge your neighbor worksheet, a eulogy. Imagine mentally like when when you are in that space of blaming and judging your partner, how like what are your what are your facial expressions? What is your body language? How, how's your tone of voice? And and what are the micro changes that happen over time? Right? The more you believe this thought, boy, <laughs> are the people in our lives our teachers and our Buddhas. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. I anticipate this this helping you and, and improving your your quality of life in your relationships and as well in your own personal life. My goal for this podcast is to elevate women and to empower you and to heal you and to hopefully give you something to think about and to work on, right? I think that when we're learning, we're progressing and living. And when we're stagnant, we're, we're dying. So Thank you so much for your time and support and love. I appreciate you. Please share this podcast if you feel this has been helpful for you. Uh, it's a huge, huge help to me. Thank you so much. If you're looking to change your life in 2024, look no further. I have a coaching program built just for you. Each month, we will dive deep into limiting belief systems, thought patterns, habits, and so much more to take your life to a dream reality. Sign up for my 12-month coaching program before spots fill up. I'm only taking 15 clients who are serious about taking massive action towards their dream life. I'll see you in the program.